Welcome to The Start Life. Uh, this week I'm out in Monterey, California for the Sea Otter Bike Festival. Um, this is a super raw edit and um, we're going to have a few cool um, podcasts over the next few days, uh, catching up with some people out here in, in California. Um, I should say just now as well, I've got to apologize for this first interview. I think I've, I um, I'm call this the, the mountain bike festival a couple times, but it is a full bike festival. So they've got road racing, we've got, um, there's an e-bike race, I think, and there's uh, some downhill racing and cross country. So it's, it's really something for everyone. Um, so this first episode uh, is really just the start of the whole weekend. We'll just take it today on our, our road trip here from Las Vegas to Monterey. And I'm with uh, Rob Hutchinson of Hutch's Bicycle Garage and Mark Duncan, who is another badass racer from Vegas. So um, just the three of us just kind of bantering in the car on the way and getting excited and talking shop and and um, what we're excited for this year race-wise. So um, have a listen and stay tuned over the next few days for some, uh, hopefully some cool interviews with other folks out here in Sea Otter. As always, you can subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and download obviously from SoundCloud as well. All right, thanks, hope you enjoy. Cold, are you cold? No, 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 are you cool? I'm cool, yeah. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> so I'm sitting here with Mark Duncan and Rob Hutchison on, um, on our way to Sea Otter Festival. Super excited. We have six bikes in tow. Yes. Um, Mark, is this your first time to Sea Otter? Yes, it is. I've been wanting to go for like years, years, yeah. and, and finally I'm going, so... Checklist. And I'm, nice. getting, I'm getting to go with some, some cool people like you guys. Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked because this is my first time as well, and I I didn't realize this is your first time too. So we can we're losing our sea or virginity. But yes. Rob, have you you've been before? No, it's also my first time. What? <laughs> I've been there. I've raced uh, or ridden a lot of those trails and been in the area, but I've never actually uh, participated in the sea otter. Wow, that's so we're the only all first I'm going. timers. I got a new checklist. Nice. Okay. For some reason, I thought this was like multiple times for you, but no, not me. Cool. I know, surprising to think that Hutch has, has not done something out right. there related to a race or an event or an adventure. I've done, I've done, <laughs> I've done events out there. I've just never done Sea Otter. Yeah. So Sea Otter's mountain bike festival out in uh, Monterey, California, and. Um, it's at a speedway though, isn't it? Like, what's what's the speedway called? It's Laguna Seca uh, Speedway. It's, uh, from what I understand, it's like a Grand Prix motorcycle and, and car racing track. It's nice. pretty cool. The single track is right on the mountain across from it. And you ride into it, and you actually come through the uh, the racetrack to the, to the finish or where the camp area is, nice. where a lot of other things are. It I also, think they also do a crit on it, don't they? Yeah, they do road. Events, mountain, enduro, I mean, it's, they got all kinds of racing events, this, I mean, historically, but this year they're, they have new stuff like the gravel grinder, I think this is the first year of the actual gravel grinder ride, it's not a competitor race. And that's your, you're oh, doing the that e, one? the e-mountain bike, too. That yeah. must be a first one, is it? Yeah, that's a first one. Yeah, I'm doing the gravel grinder on Saturday, um, I'm also doing the cross race Saturday afternoon, which I heard was off the hook, I mean, it's like crazy. I actually met the announcer at the Cactus Cup back in 
February in Phoenix, and he's like, yeah, you're going to love it. So the lights are on, the crowds are there. Nice. So, and then Sunday I'm doing the uh, XC mountain bike race. Nice. Hutch, what are you doing? I'm going to do the 100-mile uh, century. I'm a roadie on Saturday, and then I'm going to do the cross-country mountain bike on Sunday. Nice. What are you doing, Lisa? Um, I... <laughs> I'm doing the uh, the XC or the women's pro XC race on Saturday and then I'm gonna jump into the single speed race I think on Sunday if my legs will hold me up then so that but, sounds like a nice easy recovery ride right single speed, single speed XC race course <laughs> lots of short punchy climbs yeah. like you see on, on Saturday you'll be sitting down pedaling Right. And on Sunday, you'll be I'll able be... to stretch those legs by standing yeah, up. Exactly. Pedaling, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's good recovery. It's good balance. <laughs> um, so it's like a huge mountain bike festival as well. Like, um, Have you guys had a chance to look at the schedule for other things that are happening or like things to check out? Not really. Um, I'm sure. I mean, do they have live music there? Yeah, there's going to be music. All the vendors you can think of. It's kind of like a mini convention. All the all the industry guys come out there. Major corp, major ones like Specialized will be there. Shimano, uh, every bike company is usually there. So can you like tons like, of swag? Demo bikes too. You, or? Can, you can demo bikes. They have e-bike demos too. Um, all kinds of games for like kids. If you're bringing kids, um, a lot of people come just for that. You can buy a ticket and just go to the the festival. You don't have to race or anything. Hmm. But since we're racing, that's our ticket to the festival. Festival. Right. So it should be a good time. Lots of lots of partying going on too. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of um, maybe have like a whiskey together on Saturday night. Then after. Our, yes. Well, you will for the cross race. Maybe we can do some hand <laughs> ups some hand or something. Ups to Absolutely. Mark. We gotta go to the liquor store. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that uh, tomorrow we can stock up. <laughs> I, I know I brought an extra backpack just for the swag to, to bring oh, really? back home be a lot of swag it's, I like to give away swag to, to people in town when they are customers and stuff so wind the desert winds swirling around yeah so we're driving out from Vegas today <laughs> and it's not uh, it's pretty windy out there I um... let's hope for uh, no wind in NorCal we have a friend there now, though. He uh, texted me a little while ago and said it rained last night and that it was currently 54 degrees. Very nice. So, so what? Are, how are the trails, Hutch? You've ridden around there? Yeah. Like, uh, what kind of dirt? What it's, kind of traction? It's hard packed. It's kind of like a cross-country mountain biker's dream. Like a roadie mountain biker almost. Flowy or? Really uh, flowy, hard packed, short punches, nothing long sustaining. Nice. From what I've ridden, yeah, um, some switchbacks, some rutted out areas because they had a lot of rain. They, hopefully, they fix some of that. Um, down in the Santa Cruz area, that's where you get the more technical, real mountain biking type stuff. Right. But up in this Monterey area, it's it's more tight packed, fast flowy stuff. Here's a bit of uh, trivia for you: the uh, the area where all the cross-country and gravel grinder courses are. It used to be part of the Army base. Oh, really? Uh, Fort Ord. It was a home of the, I think, 9th Infantry Division. 
but they closed it in the 90s due to uh, realignments and the base base realignment act or something like that. So there's, uh, I, can, I can imagine there's like lots of nice trails, and, you know, the old army base that we'll be riding on as part of the course. That's pretty rad. I heard part of the cross country you ride through a, a shooting range. Yeah, old range. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, an active it's actually range? active, nice. yes. Hopefully it's closed. <laughs> I think they're probably closing for the event. Probably. <laughs> well, so with your Grand Fondo hunch, uh, what, what route are you taking for that? Look, I didn't map. even look. I just signed up because 100 miles sounded like something fun to do. <laughs> I, think you, I think you actually do go down by the coast for a little bit. There's two. There's a coastal one that's like 50. Uh, and then there's the, I think it's like the more mountainy area one that I'm like country roads and stuff. The 100. I mean, no, you don't go, you don't travel 9, 10 hours away and do 50 miles. You know what I mean? You got to see it all. Right. So I always try to find the longest, whatever it is, race, fondo that I can find and sign up for that. Yeah, the gravel grinder is 32 miles, and it's in and around the area where the XC course is, but it's more expansive, you know, on Saturday. So how do you feel about that as a, because um, didn't you do like rock cobbler earlier this year as well? Yeah, I did the rock cobbler in February, the beginning and that's of February. like 100? It's uh, just shy of 100. Well, this year it was about 89 or 90. But in years past, it's always been around 100, 105, yeah. whatever. So 32 is going to feel like a walk in the park for you then, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Not only that, man, but up, up here where you're going to ride, I've seen a lot of those dirt roads. It doesn't even come close to as hard as the rock cobbler like, area. Like, like rough? Like yeah, as far it's, as roughness it's, and technicality? Yeah, it's not even close to that bad. So it's all big ring, you know, just cruise. Like, you should be fine. <laughs> you definitely should be fine. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. I got, like you said, uh... I want to get the most, the most bang for the buck, you know, when I go to an event like this and I've never been to the Sea Otter. And it's only because we don't have enough space, but I think we would have both probably bought our full suspension rigs yeah. to maybe do the enduro races I that are going sure. on on Thursday and right. Friday. But I mean, we need like a front bike mount or... Right. <laughs> I would have brought the whole stable if I could have. Yeah. Just did it all. And that's not even to mention the road events. When I was racing road back, five years ago uh, I, I had an eyeball coming here because the road events are actually pretty legit. I mean, they have a road race, they have a crit, uh, I think they have a Grand Prix. The crit and the Grand Prix are all on the the, old, the, the raceway. They have a awesome. TT too, I think. Yeah, I think so. You can point up if you're trying to get points and move up. You can point up pretty good up here. Yeah, they're all USAC sanctioned races, so yeah, the fields are strong, so I mean, you, know, you have to come test your battle against the best of the best. Yeah, it certainly seems like it's it's gonna attract like a lot of the best cyclists. Cause um, at previous races I've been to, like, and talking to people, like, I know like Aaron Gwynn was talking about coming to CR before heading out to France, and then the XC Pro XC girls who will be racing out in Europe, like they're doing this still, and then wow. and then heading out to Europe. So it's I'm definitely bringing. It's definitely one of the uh, seems to be on everyone's list well, for it's, this it's year. Similar to. Uh Interbike, except for the international people, you don't get as many international people like you do at Interbike. Okay. But all the all the big time racers, whatever, all the industry people that are in the states, and some international people are at this race. Right. It's that big of a festival. Yeah. Uh, the only other festival this close to us that's similar and big is the whiskey. 
which, I, which I believe is next weekend. Whiskey 50 uh, Epic Rides. Yeah, it's, it's also a big festival. So these guys will literally leave here, go down to uh, uh, the whiskey next Prescott, weekend. Prescott, Arizona. Yeah, Prescott, Arizona. I did that one. Yeah. The uh, first couple years it was around. It wasn't quite as big then. Yeah, that was a great race, but... You know, uh, talking back to my uh, my race in February, the Cactus Cup, that's that's the race that was pretty big in the 90s, and Specialized was a huge sponsor for that. Oh, really? And, and it kind of went away, and uh, they kept the 40-miler on Saturday. They called it the Fat Tire 40. But this year was the first year that they brought back the whole three-race, or three-stage race, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow. And Specialized was was there in force. Oh. They were the title sponsor and everyone there loved the fact that we now that they had the uh, three race format back. Because yeah. on Friday you do a short track. I had never done a short track. Yeah. But it was freaking hard. Yeah. It was twenty minutes of like VO two max anaerobic effort. It sounds like a cyclocross race. Exactly. Yeah. Well it was without <laughs> the barriers basically, you know? Yeah. I mean you know, running for the whole shot getting into the single track, trying to make passes, you know, trying not to get past. It was awesome. Saturday was the 40-miler, you know, uh, more XC endurance race, but fast. I mean, everyone was finishing around three, three and a half hours for 40 miles. Wow. And then Sunday was the downhill or Super D. But yeah, I mean, uh, I'm glad that's coming back. And Sea Otter seems like it's a, a similar thing, but more expansive where you have multiple events. Uh, I don't think they have a stage race format there but you know maybe yeah. in the future or something I mean maybe the, the, the enduro series the enduro races do they have a I, I don't know much about Sea Otter either I mean yeah. only from what I've read and I'm not the kind of person that spends time reading things I just kind of like alright I'm going to do this I'm going to do this and I just show up and play it by ear <laughs> the like, Sea Otter's been around for a while it has it's been around for a really long time yeah, certainly, like, whenever you talk about it, everyone knows what you're talking about when you say Sea Otter, like, the, the festival. So what other, uh, like, I guess, like, checklist items do you have on the or races do you have this year? Bucket list items, I guess. Oh, for overall? Yeah. Uh, well, coming up in May is uh, the Tinker Classic. Again, that's a new, a brand new race. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's sponsored by Tinker Juarez, mountain bike legend, Hall of Famer, uh, Cannondale racer. Uh, That's at Beatty, right? That is up in Beatty, Nevada. On Spicer, well, finishes at Spicer Ranch, starts in downtown Beatty. You have two options, a, a 50K and a 100K. And it's a classic, old school style cross country race that Tinker Juarez used to, you know, got, got his start racing back in the 90s. You know, long climbs, fast course, not too technical. There's some spots that are chunky and rocky and loose and steep. So uh, that's I'm excited for that. Yeah. It's, it's a brand new race. I like to support new races and kind of grassroots races. Right. But then again, I go to the Sea Otter, which has been around forever, and it's huge. Yeah. But, but it's the Sea Otter. I mean, but it's a checklist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And for what I'm trying to talk Mark into doing with me, because at the end of the year, in October, there's the 25 hours of Frog Hollow. Uh, and I'm trying to do it solo this year. And Mark did it dual last year, and I keep trying to tell him that dual's harder than solo. It, that, so, that was tough, man. So he should do solo with me, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. 
When in October is that? No, it's November. November. Is it November? November. At the time change, that's why they call the 25 hours. Because yeah. uh, if, if 24 hours wasn't bad enough, they give you an extra hour. Of it's racing. the longest race on the books. Yeah. Great course for there. I mean, that was, that was a great fun course, but for me, that was a challenge to race that long. I mean, me and Steve Klaus both covered 130 miles oh, in a span of 25 hours, and uh, we would take. You know, 26 mile, two laps, 26 mile stints, back and forth to give the other guy a little bit more rest. Which means you'll be over 200 miles doing it solo. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Hutch, if Hutch believes in me, then I... I think you should do it with me. I'll have burritos. Oh yeah. Wait, no. Yes, no, I don't want your burritos. Bad. Tell him the burrito Bad. story. Oh, Tell him the burrito man. story. Come on, man. This is being recorded. So, uh... <laughs> That's alright. <laughs> I always have burritos. I'm kind of known for the burrito guy. So I had one. It might have been in my backpack a little too long. It wasn't even like a proper, like, legit burrito. It was like a Taco Bell burrito. Yeah. And, and, it was, and yeah, it was warm. So, yeah, foodborne bacteria. Hello. Anyways. But it was just beans and cheese. But it might have been in my backpack just a little bit too long i can't even remember i just Do you found mean, it in like there. a few hours or days a couple days weeks or okay. something <laughs> and so i'm adapted to that stuff i can eat it all day and not get sick but mark yeah, he's like a straight dog he goes <laughs> never gets sick whereas a human would like would be laid up with food poisoning anyways uh so like i had some of this burrito as early in the race and then later on four or five hours later into the night <laughs> it just all of a sudden hit me oh, gastric distress no. bloating i couldn't even sit on my saddle because oh, the bumping no. was jiggling my guts around so bad and i had to stop in the porta potty for about 20 minutes so this was during the race yeah well, i finished his burrito Hollow? for him yeah frog Hollow. and there was no disclosure so do you feel like this was like a planned uh, uh tactic <laughs> Maybe yeah, well, like a sabotage? You, you know how our, us experienced racers are. We know how to get these guys. With friends like these, <laughs> these enemies. Uh, right. <laughs> but, you know, who knows? I'll but, tell you uh, what, though. I finished your burrito for you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But that, that was, uh, again, that was a bucket list item. Doing a doing any kind of 24-hour hour race. Yeah. Whether it's duo, solo, four-person. Yep. Uh, it's... It's a quite a quite a special experience. It's tough, tough, you know. But uh, I can check that off my list. But so right. is that like a noon till noon thing? Uh, like like nine to nine to nine a.m. to nine a.m. Okay. Um, yeah. What else? What else this year coming up? Uh, Carson got... City in June. Oh yeah, I'll be there. Yep. Epic rides again. They put on. They put on three great events, the Whiskey 50, the Carson City 50, and then the Grand Junction oh, yeah. in Colorado. Uh, last year was the first year of the race, the inaugural race again. Uh, that's what attracts me as a recreational you know, race or whatever. Uh, you get a cool finisher award, you get a railroad spike, polished steel, engraved with Carson City 50 finisher. Yeah. That's pretty It's going to be a lot better this year too. It's more organized, it sounds like. Okay. It's going to be a lot, lot busier, more people. They've yeah. been doing some good uh, advertising. Yeah, I think that yeah that'll be a fun one for sure. How about you, Lisa? What, what's some of the, the key races for you this year? Uh, well, More I mean, kind of races. Well, I, I guess my biggest one is going to be the the Brack Epic, the nice. six-day stage race in August in Colorado. So 
that's what I'm really like the most excited for this year. Like obviously, obviously my first year uh, on the the pro circuit, so I have a couple of those pro XCT races still to check off, and really enjoying that and the good learning experience. Um, um, which is it's like fun to get good at that, but like you know my with a background, recent background in like endurance stuff, I'm kind of like looking forward to the the long stuff as well. It's like yeah, the Carson oh, yeah. State 50 and then. Breck Epic, and then maybe up to Idaho for Rebecca's private Idaho, and then yeah. um, I gotta get that off my list too. Yeah, that was a really fun race. I did that last year, and it was it was good. Like I, um, it was really beautiful. It was actually very like reminiscent of Scotland. Like once you got into like the roads behind in the wow. in the hills there, it was like just really pretty. Um, yeah, and then I probably finished the race season in Big Bear, but. There's a Big Bear oh, 100. Oh, yeah, that Big Bear 100. I was yeah. thinking about that one, too. Grizzly? Yeah. yeah. September, I think? September yeah, yeah. 30th, I think. And, of course, I'll try and get, like, a little Cross Vegas action in there as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That's a must. Yeah. Cross, yeah, it goes without saying cross season, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so. the Breck Epic, it's, um, I did the three-day back in, uh, 2014. Me oh, and yeah. Josh Levitas, we went up there. It's called the, the Breck Curious. As to like, are you curious about six days? Yeah. We'll try three days first. Yeah. <laughs> and again, like for me, uh, that was a. I have never done uh, a back-to-back uh, stage race, mountain bike race, like that. Yeah. At elevation, with lots of climbing. Right. And mostly single track, and there's some there's some technical sections, and and it was incredible. I, I want to go back to do the six days, so I'm jealous that you're doing it this year. At least. Yeah. I'm. But uh. You know, each day you kind of build up, and in the middle of the week is like your longest day with the biggest climbing, and then you, in the last couple of days you'll have lesser mileage and lesser climbing. But the first day, the first two days, it's, it's a real kick in the nuts, uh, especially the first day. They, one of the unique things we got when we did it was uh, after the first day there was a professional photographer there who was a friend of the race organizer, and he took a, a portrait of you as you finished. He, he flagged you off the finish line got you against a backdrop and he took a black and white photo of you oh. and then at the end at, at the end of the three days he presented you this this print in a, in a little mat and it's just like like that shell-shocked kind of like what the hell am i got myself into look <laughs> some people were smiling some people were just like slack-jawed that thousand yard stare like oh my god that was a hard five six hours in the saddle yeah you know because you start off at nine thousand feet don't go below that right and you go up and over 12,000 foot passes multiple times during the day you know each day is four or five six thousand feet of climbing 50 miles ish sounds epic (laughs) (laughs) if you do the six days you get a sweet finisher award you get a belt buckle with the breck epic and then you are entered into the halls of the mountain bike jedi yes as as he says as a race you have the force you have the force after you do that the force is with you. So you're, you're in for a treat. And, and to actually race it and be competitive, man, my hat's off to you. But you got um, the endurance background, so. Well, I know, I mean, it's definitely, I'm, I say that, but I know it's going to be harder than anything I've ever done before, I think. So I'm, yeah, I'm totally excited for it, all in all. What really helped me and Josh there was the uh, elevated legs uh, therapy, the, the, you know, the, the inflatable leg. You can borrow one of my air relaxes if you want. Yeah. I might have to do that. <laughs> but that was that was huge, and getting and feeling relatively fresh for the next day's right. start. You know? I yeah. should have brought one for this week. I don't know what I was oh. thinking. Oh well. No recovery for you guys. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. They're short races. I don't know. I wish I could put, put one in a backpack for when we do the Nevada thing. Right? That's going to be tough. Yeah, so tell us about that. You're going to, like, ride around Nevada in, like, a couple weeks. Yeah, so Jared Fisher, um, he's going to ride around Nevada. He's going to start at his house, Blue Diamond, kind of go uh, counterclockwise out up towards uh, Elko with Mark McCann. Then Mark McCann's going to get picked up, go home. And uh, from there, from Elko to Tahoe, he's going to ride solo, or he might have found someone by now, I don't know. And then I'm going to meet him in Tahoe and take that 520 miles or so back. But it's in the dirt, it's on mountain bikes. So it's mostly dirt. There's going to be some old highways and stuff like that that we're riding on. And then you just kind of sleep wherever. Bike pack. Yeah. yeah bike pack. Where are you? Gonna, are you taking like a tent and stuff, or or what? Is it? No, like just a bivy. Bivy. Yeah. And uh, probably some kind of rain shelter. Yeah. Something. It probably will rain. It's May. We'll be wet. I'd much rather be doing what Mark's doing though. <laughs> in August. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, nice, nice segue. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is that why I saw like a picture of you and uh, Scott with your with your bikes fastened <laughs> to your back? What was that about? Uh, like, I saw Scott Pinkerton's idea. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I, my my summer freed up, so uh, I had I had I had some time to think about doing something big, and I talked to Scott about maybe doing the Telluride 100 again, a hundred mile mountain bike race, Telluride. Or maybe going to do the Breck Epic six day. That's in August. But then Scott's like, "Well, what would you think about doing the Colorado Trail bikepacking?" I'm like, "You know what? I've never, I've never bikepacked before. I've done lots of bike backpacking, and hiking, right, and climbing. But uh, yeah, why not? So, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do the Colorado Trail in August. The first two weeks of August, a whole 550 miles of it. Woo. Should take about." 10 to 12 days if we average 50 miles a day but who knows we don't have any hard set goals other than to maybe ride 8 to 10 hours a day it's okay. kind of like not be rushed yeah yeah um, enjoy it yeah totally so I'm building up a bike for that and I've got some bags coming and uh yeah so yeah. you have the hike part of that <laughs> oh yeah well <laughs> yeah so the, uh, the the trail is a hiking trail. It's it's, it's uh, for through hikers, but they allow bikes on most of it. But there's certain wilderness areas that don't allow bikes. So either you have to do a, a long bypass on dirt roads or pavement, or you pack your bike up with some shoulder straps and velcro and put it on your back and hike. <laughs> so so we, uh, me and Scott kind of experimented. I had some old army rucksack straps I attached. Use some Velcro to put the front wheel on the back wheel. Basically, you're carrying it like a backpack. I don't know, man. And it's I freaking think, uh, uncomfortable as hell. I think and it's better empty. Off riding that's, around. Yeah. You know what? Shh. I think I'd rather ride around too. But, <laughs> as Scott says, our, our badass factor would, would increase if we hiked with our bikes on our backs. Like for instance, the Grand Canyon is part of the uh, yeah. Arizona Trail. You have to hike that, and, you, and that's like 20, 30 miles of hiking, and that's hard hiking. Yeah, that's not easy hiking. <laughs> no, no. Well, so we'll see. I mean, the one section that is is in, in question is in the beginning of the trail. It's a either a six or seven mile hike or a seventy mile ride. Oh, uh, ride around. But speaking of the Grand Canyon, I want to do a rim to rim to rim. 
You guys down for that? I'll do that. I, that's, that's another bucket list of mine, a rim to rim to rim. There's a... South to north and then back to south. Um, yeah. Or I, you can do an out and back, rim to rim, uh, one you, way. Yeah, you go, uh, well, Natalia um, Maria, mm -hmm. she's an ultra runner in town. She did it last year. It wasn't like, she didn't do it as like part of a race or anything. She just did it uh, uh, with her husband, I believe. And yeah, that's kind of what I want to do. Just yeah. Just do it. On my own. She like kind of she took some pictures and looked it. That was certainly epic. I think I'm pretty sure she went north yeah, to north, south, south to north. north. Yeah, that's and, what I would do too. And you gotta like pick like the right time of year to do it because like obviously in the summertime it's like way too hot. I mean it's nice in the north, but yeah, but like because you also well, you've got to like figure out like you know like where you can like refill with water. So like you know there's uh, there oh, yeah. there is like a spigot I think down at. Um, Phantom Ranch. We should pick uh, her brain about when yeah. she did it and what. what yeah, her, Natalia, if you yeah. listen to this, then we want to talk to you. <laughs> probably have to cache water at certain points and have some helpers, you know. Just got to carry a camel back and make it happen. Well, I, I mean, I, I believe she did it in like 24 hours. Oh, that's pretty quick. I was thinking I of might sleeping. be wrong. Maybe it was 48, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, I think it would be... Um, yeah, totally realistic to do it in 48 hours. Yeah. One one direction, one day. Oh, no, you said rim to rim to rim. Yeah, so you kind of so, would go down and come back up halfway or whatever, sleep, then up and down, finish it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can do rim to rim, too. If you figured it out right, I bet you could get, like, a hot meal down. Because you can, uh, in Phantom Ranch, I, you can get, like, a hot meal down there. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you got, like, actual, you can maybe even get burrito. Oh, burrito? If I give me a burrito, we might have to do it twice. Uh, <laughs> I'll right. probably have them with me, yeah. It'll be like a two-week-old burrito stuffed in the bottom of the bag. Well, maybe I'll do rim to rim to kind of fill it out and no, then come back. I think by the time you're doing that, just go for it. Yeah, just go whole right. hog. And, I mean, that's why I'm doing like the Breck Epic and not the... Because I know Jake is doing the Epicurious this year, the, the three-day stage race, and... Um, I got the chance to, I was going to do that, and then I got the opportunity to do the six-day, uh, basically for the price of the, the three-day, wow. and that was like, I was like, well, that's my decision made then, I guess. And, and that and goes I, back to my theory, like, if you're going to travel that far, just do it all, see it all. Yeah, like, I mean, there's no point in me thinking about it as being crazy or anything now because I'm in it so yeah, <laughs> can, right. can, you know like you just gotta uh, man up and, and get to it I guess but I'll tell you what you're, you're, you're in for a treat again like the, you're gonna kill the, it the, the trails are amazing and the, each day is a, some, some of the trails are ridden again but he, he really tries to uh, the organizer I forgot his name Mike uh, I forgot his name really cool guy uh, he has an awesome refund policy because that's just one of the things about race organizers. Uh, I, had, I was going to do the six-day uh, 2015, but then I got selected for a job training for six months of job training for a new position, and I couldn't do the race. I'd already signed up. He gave me a refund, no questions asked, really? full refund for the six days. That's really good. I mean, so, I know it's certainly so, an Ironman that never happens. I, I, yeah, or other mountain bike races that are... Yeah. Very, very much about the name and the brand and the swag and all that, right. and not about the course. It's just tough because they order shirts and, yeah. and 
they order bibs and they order all this stuff, they put money into it, and then all of a sudden people want to bail, it's hard for them to get that recoup that money. So that's why they have those policies in place. Yeah. So so the the Breck Epic is mostly single track I'd say. Over half. Oh, that makes and, it hard. And it's like a cloverleaf pattern each day is a different trail or a different drainage or a different passes and uh, it's 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 awesome. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna love the riding there. And, uh, it's kind of like the North Rim with like the five fingers. Oh, yeah. Go out uh -huh. of single track. Okay. Sounds like I've never, I've never ridden in the, in the North Rim. You've never ridden in the North Rim? But I, I am in May with the Escape Adventures. Oh, okay, cool. But that one's more, I mean, that's like more like, that's that's on a super small scale. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's like one day of the break epic. Yeah. It's all five fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's super pretty out there, and that's like kind of stellar views, the North Rim Trail. Well, let's just get into Barstow. So how, where do we, do we go uh, over to Bakersfield from, not Bakersfield. Yeah, we're, we're going to go through Bakersfield, and then from there I got to look at the map. <laughs> Somehow make our way out to Monterey. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll wrap this up, but I'm super stoked to be on our way, all three of us, for the first time to CR. And going to chat with some cool yes. people there. I think, uh, as I say, like I think, uh, I think Danny McCaskill's there doing some demos on uh, tomorrow. So, oh, I uh, yeah. So he, uh, like, I was looking at the schedule. There's, there are multiple times. So, catching at least one demo is really going to be something to try and try and do. And then, and then, um, yeah, we'll try and catch up with some cool people out there. I'm pretty sure he lives out there in that area, doesn't he? I have no idea. He's a Santa Cruz rider, right? Danny McCaskill? Yeah. No. He's from Scotland. Oh, he's from Scotland? Oh, he's yeah. Scotland. Oh. Yeah, he's like from the West Coast. He's from like a tiny wee place in the West Coast. Wow. Oh, Are you, do you know him? Are you cousins? I do not know him. We're not cousins. <laughs> <laughs> but again, Daddy McCaskill, if you're listening, if you want to um, chat tomorrow, that would be awesome. But <laughs> anyway, all right, well, we'll say bye for now and we'll see you in CR. See ya. Cheers. <laughs>